Warning, the following podcast contains some strong language. Listener discretion is advised. The material shown on this podcast is purely satirical and does not reflect the views of anyone on Geekade.com, including the actors involved. Enjoy! Nintendo and Sega's rivalry was a well-chronicled piece of gaming history, but did it actually go down the way most of the people think it did? Did Sega and Nintendo have backroom meetings that led to a well-planned shadow sabotage by Sega itself? How was Yamauchi involved in all this? Did Mario and Sonic have an illicit affair? Alex Jones finds the truth. Hi, I'm Alex Jones, and welcome to Gamer Wars. Today's topic of discussion, the Bit Wars. Eh, wrong, false, fake news. Tom Kalinske and Shigeru Miyamoto struck a deal in 1990 to benefit both of their respective companies. They weren't competing, they were colluding! Making sure that every single game was perfectly designed and polished to tap every single penny out of your wallets when you were stupid little children. Let's take a look at all of the facts. The companies grew together, and they also failed together. They provided reasons to buy and defend your console while simultaneously giving you arguments against the other side. Now I know what you're thinking, but Alex, Sega works for Nintendo now. Their company tanked after the sales of the Dreamcast. Open your eyes! There was a coin toss held between Hiroshi Yamauchi and Bernie Stolar with the fate of each of their companies on the line. If Yamauchi won the coin toss, Sega would have to release the Dreamcast and kill their sales by making their games easily piratable by anyone that has access to a CD burner, and then they would be absorbed by Nintendo. If Stolar won the toss, Nintendo would have to release the Virtual Boy 64 to give all of their fan base super seizures and then go bankrupt to be absorbed by Sega. We live in the world where the former is the reality. I'm Alex Jones, and this has been Gamer Wars.